EWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. And hello and welcome to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And I want to give a huge shout out to all of my regular listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight and tuning in every night, uh, week after week, month after month, year after year. I want to give a huge shout out to all of my new listeners Thank you so much for tuning in tonight, and hopefully you will become a regular listener uh, going forward. And most importantly, thank God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. Well, tonight we have a very special show. Um, and by the way, I know I probably didn't mention this a couple of weeks ago, but the month of April is a very important month for all of us financial educators and financial leaders. Uh, April is Financial Literacy Month. Uh, it is a national financial literacy month. It's recognized here in the United States in the month of April in an effort to highlight the importance of financial literacy and to teach Americans how to establish and maintain healthy financial habits. So with that said, I have a, a great guest who is, who is ideal for such a uh, show uh, for this month, uh, you will hear him in the main segment. We're going to be talking about financial literacy, and we're going to talk about the wonderful work that he is doing in teaching children uh, good money habits and good reading habits. So uh, stay tuned as we get to that show, that segment. Uh, I also want to make mention of uh, my book, my new book. Had it published back in January. My new book is a finance book. It's called Money Responsibly. That's money responsibly. It's a useful uh, tool that people can use uh, to build a good foundation uh, of understanding money, but also to increase your financial knowledge as well. And it will help you look at how your money mindset was established, how you view money, and it also gives you some helpful things to make the necessary adjustments in your life so that you can become empowered to control and manage your finances going forward. You can pick up my new book on Amazon, or you can go to my website and reserve and order an autographed copy for yourself. Same price, but I'll, I just want to make mention, I've had uh, several people that have been asking for autographed copies. So if you go to my website at shipmanconsulting.com, that's shipmanconsulting.com, go to the Contact Us page and submit your request to get an autographed copy of the book 
And we'll make sure that we get an autographed copy in your hand. So I would appreciate your support uh, in purchasing uh, my new book. Now, tonight, the call-in number, if you had any questions and or any comments, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. Again, the number is 917-889-8078. And if you didn't know, you can listen to my show or any of the shows on the CWR Talk Network. You can listen to the shows on demand. Uh, not just here tonight live, but you can hear my show at any time on all of the major platforms. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So when you go to either one of those platforms, uh, search for the CWR Talk Network. That is the CWR Talk Network, and you can listen to any of the past shows on demand at any time that you would like to. Uh, also, if you visit my website at shipmentconsulting.com, I have created a uh, page dedicated to the radio show, and it has a gallery of all of the past guests that I've had here on the show. Um, so you can go there, click on the picture, and be able to go to any of the shows that we've done. We've done some fantastic shows over the last two and a half years on various topics, uh, talking about basically financial related from business topics as well as personal finance topics. And uh, so I would encourage you to do that. Well, tonight is uh, a returning guest and a very good friend and colleague. Uh, This gentleman is the driving force behind Sammy Rabbit. If you hadn't seen those videos, I would encourage you to do that. Uh, He's also behind the Dream Big Read and the Dream Big Club. He is dedicated to empowering kids' dreams and improving children's financial literacy through the development of great habits and strategic life skills. He has read and sung off key with over a quarter million children around the world, encouraging them to get in the habits of saving money and reading. He writes on the subject is quoted frequently in the media and has won numerous honors throughout his 15-plus year career for his innovative strategies, including the New Jersey Coalition for Financial Education's Mural F. Cyber Lifetime Achievement Award. And I have to say he has numerous other awards to include uh, Financial Educator of the Year, uh, he's a great friend, a, a great colleague, and just an all-around great person uh, for our community, uh, with our children, and with adults as well when it comes to this financial uh, literacy topic. So let's welcome to the show tonight, Mr. Sam Finney. Hello, Sam. How are you tonight? Hi, Lionel. I'm Sammy Riffick. Thank you. And I want to congratulate you. It seems to me, and I may be off, but uh, that you've now been on the air at least a year or close to a year. Is that right? Uh, actually, it will be three years in August, Sammy. Oh, my goodness. I was way <laughs> off on that. I'm thinking we talked about a year ago, and I, I, I thought you had just got started uh, then. So uh, I apologize. That was not very Sammy-rific uh, of me. But thank you so much, and thank you for the important work you're doing uh, raising awareness for financial literacy, writing books to help empower people financially. It's just so critical. And unfortunately now people are uh, 
I think, uh, beginning to understand uh, why we do the work we do and why it's important to their lives. Yes, absolutely. And I'm so glad to have you here, Sammy. You, you hit on a very important segment uh, in all communities, and that's with our children. Uh, they are our future, and I think is so uh, important of the work that you're doing by instilling financial literacy and money skills and money habits at an early age. Um, all I can say is thank you for the work that you do as well, Sammy. Well, you're really welcome. Uh, think of it, if you were a child, you only really have three uh, choices. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese fills their head with lots of ideas about money, usually spending at Chuck E. Uh, Cheese. <laughs> and then there's a variety of other people. It could be their parents, and that's not necessarily the best choice, as many studies reveal. And then, of course, there's Sammy Rabbit, and I think Sammy Rabbit uh, is a solid choice for any child. And, you know, that's exactly when you need to, to begin, when you think of it. When kids come out and uh, are a part of life when they're birthed, essentially they're learning machines, Lionel. All they do is absorb information. They do it visually. They do it, uh, you know, through audio, through, through listening. And so they're always learning, and they're picking up on all these cues, uh, usually from their parents, things that they're talking about. Maybe it's their bills or a trip that they're planning, or maybe it's their employment. And, and, and often we don't even think that, they, you know, they're, they're there. They're being exposed to this, and they're starting to uh, make associations. They may not be able to articulate what it is they're, they're learning, but they're beginning to make these beginning associations and their attitudes and their feelings and even a little bit of their thinking is, is being shaped. And if you start talking to three and four-year-olds and five-year-olds like we've done all over the world, uh, you realize that they've actually absorbed quite a bit of uh, information on money so it's important to get there early just like with your computer you want to install the uh, software before you uh, receive it at at home if we wait until middle school or high school it's uh, it's just way too late not to say that those children don't need it we all need financial literacy at every right. uh, point in life from from cradle to grave but uh, the place to start is when kids are very young that's a question we get asked often you know, you can start really at birth, but usually we recommend somewhere around three years old. Okay, perfect. Now tell us about uh, uh, how did you get into the world of financial education and becoming a premier influencer in teaching children good money habits? Well, I don't know if this is a five-hour program, but thanks for asking that question, Lionel. <laughs> I'll, try and make it a, I'll, try and, I'll try and make it a one or two uh, minute answer. By the way, I'm half Italian, so this is going to be a real challenge for me. <laughs> but, you know, this is actually my uh, third career line. I started off in aerospace. It's a little ironic. Fortunately, I was on the business side. It's ironic because even to this day, I have a hard time screwing in a light bulb. Uh, but we were a real Fortune 100 company, all state-of-the-art technology, and it was a real blessing for me to be in that environment because it's where I learned from some of the smartest uh, developers in the world, how you take ideas out of your head and turn them into real things. And believe it or not, it, it really isn't any different than, say, uh, cooking, for example. They have a recipe. They have a formula, and they follow it. And usually when you follow it, and a lot of testing is involved in that formula, 
usually you have pretty good results. So I did that for about 10 or 12 years. And one of the smart things I did while I was there, uh, which at the time I didn't realize that it was going to be a factor in my third career as a social entrepreneur, but from day one, I started a savings and investment program. I got into the habit of saving and investing. I made it automatic. I did it for 12 years uh, while I was in corporate America, getting a steady paycheck. And quite predictably, uh, my savings and investments, they grew. That's what happens. That's why habits are, are powerful. They're very predictable. If you exercise regularly, if you make it a habit, your health is going to improve. Your muscles are going to grow all the good things. Well, the same thing's true about investing. I went from there into the financial services uh, industry. I didn't really enjoy it at all, except for maybe three things. I, I really liked the young people I was working with. I loved the people who uh, were my clients. I really enjoyed talking to them. And they were mainly families, young families, about the financial choices that they were making or that they were not making. And one of the themes that re uh, recurred repeatedly was them sharing their regret and despair for not having learned about money when they were young and resulting, you know, 25, 35 years later with them not having savings or investments account and being extraordinarily worried that they were approaching retirement and would not be able to do so. But one day while I was in financial services, and this is the third thing that I enjoyed, is they would call in these seasoned outside trainers and professionals great uh, salespeople, great storytellers. And one day, believe it or not, one of them showed up with an Etch-A-Sketch and a bubble blower. <laughs> I was like, boy, <laughs> I wonder what he's going to be talking about uh, today. Okay. And essentially what he wanted us to do was something I was already doing, was open college savings accounts for kids and take a long-term view of our relationships and really try and, uh, you know, fertilize them so that they would grow and and develop. And if you know anything about financial services and college savings account, there really isn't any uh, money to be earned there. So it's really just a good thing and the right thing to be doing for, for families. Well, that talk really got me to thinking about why I started off differently in my adult life than most people do with the savings and investment plan. And I reflected on that for, for months and realized when I was young, uh, my father talked to us, it seems like constantly from the moment I was born, about financial-related topics. One of his main themes was, you know, if you work hard and if you study hard, get an education, good things are probably going to happen uh, to you. So that was one of his main themes. He beat on that drum uh, he's still beating that drum, even though he's passed away. I I hear that voice in my head all the time to this day, uh, to this day, Lionel. Now, what was interesting in his case in talking to us about it, I found out when I was in college. I, I've never forgotten this. This was an economics course, and I don't know why I knew this, but I had a rough idea of what our family income was. And the economics yeah. professor said, uh, you know, the poverty line is right at this dollar amount. And I thought to myself, my God, we are hovering at the poverty line. <laughs> now, the, this was back, I, that, that, I was in college in the 70s, but I grew up in the 60s. And so right. it wasn't really terrible in the sense that, you know, we always had shelter, we always had food. 
as kids, right. we didn't realize, except for we, we wanted some money to spend because we didn't have right. discretionary I- income. That was the only time we really realized, you know what, uh, things are somewhat limited from a financial nature. We had seven people in a one, a two-bedroom, one-bath house, one phone. So, uh, anyways, that was also very motivating for me to want to save and invest. Uh, there was a mm-hmm. certain necessity. I wanted to get out of that uh, situation and have a little space of my own. So I reflected on all of this for a, for about a year, and I thought, you know what? Uh, and I did some research and found out that what my, clar- what my clients were sharing with me was something many people uh, regretted and despaired, uh, not having had someone talk to them like my father did with me about mm-hmm. good uh, money habits when they were young. I thought, you know, that's something I know a little bit about. You know, I'm not Warren Buffett, but I do understand the basics of financial literacy. I have executed on them. I understand the benefits. I understand the financial security. I understand uh, the positioning, the financial freedom and independence, and being prepared for opportunities that it provides to a person. So I thought, you know, I can be a good champion of this. I think this is something, you know, I, I can uh, do, and, and, and I discovered it's something that I'm really passionate about. And I asked myself, you know, uh, when should this process begin? I just reflected on my own experiences. You know, at that, we need to start with kids. And then later mm-hmm. in my now 20-year journey, I found out that there's a lot of research that says, exactly what I shared with you at the beginning, that kids are learning machines. And I felt vindicated that, you know, this is right on target in terms of the timing. This is when the battle is won and lost. And so we've got to go after kids, not only their their heads, but their hearts mm-hmm. as well. How people feel is a big factor in the choices they, they make. And this is part of what makes Sammy Rabbit so effective. He is one of the few, if not only, uh, head, hug, and heart financial education uh, uh, programs uh, in, in the globe. There are a few out there, but Sammy, as you pointed out earlier, he brings his messaging through storybooks, through songs, through you know activities and arts and crafts. So there's a, a variety of ways of helping parents and helping community and financial leaders like yourself uh, make it uh, talking to their kids about money and teaching them all about money just a very fun and rewarding and memorable experience. So it wasn't quite five minutes, Lionel, but I did the best oh, I could. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Sam, I, hey, I know you. Hey, I know you well enough now, so it is absolutely no problem. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it was far, far less than five hours, though. <laughs> now you know when we're on the phone outside of a radio show, we can stay on the phone for hours. <laughs> I think we've proven that all the time. <laughs> on that topic of financial literacy, then you know, right now, financial illiteracy negatively impacts all of our communities, regardless of where you live here in the state, north, east, south, and west uh, region. And it, it contributes to the financial mismanagement of adults. It affects marriages. It affects families. It affects businesses. Can you kind of share some of your insight of how can we 
as people, people that are listening in, how can we overcome this negative impact on our community? What can we do? What, are, what, are, what ideas are suggestions? Well, what are your thoughts? Well, okay, well, Sammy the Rabbit believes in the power of small steps. So I would encourage everybody right now, this moment today, make a mental decision, a commitment to take one small step before the evening is over, and if the evening's already over somewhere, uh, before the end of tomorrow, to improve their financial knowledge. That might look like this. It might look like ordering your book. It might look like reading a financial blog. It might look like starting a family uh, savings jar where everybody can contribute a, a penny. So those are small steps. And then continue to build on that day by day, week by week. And these small steps, they, they add up. It's hard for me to believe that we're already on 14 April. Tomorrow will be 15 April. I know everybody's yeah. counting the days, hoping to get out soon. But, you know, half the month uh, is over. <laughs> I, don't yeah. know where, oh, yeah. I, I don't know where, it, where it's gone. So yeah. time uh, happens fast. So these small steps, uh, they, they add up. So don't underestimate the, the, the power of small steps. So I'm big on reading, so I always advocate reading a book, read a blog, read a magazine, read an article, make a deposit to your savings account, make a deposit to your investment account. Oh, you don't have those? Open one up. You can do that at home. You can do it virtually. You can do it online. Uh, banking has never been easier. You can do it on your, your phone. These are all steps you can do today. Listen to a podcast. Lionel, I am just amazed at what's available on online. Uh, yes. There's just so many amazing shows and podcasts like these. What we have to choose to do is tune in to them. So take five minutes, take 10 minutes, and instead of playing a game or doing something else, tune in and tap in. Warren Buffett, uh, almost all of his thinking is online. So you can think and learn from Warren Buffett. You can think and learn from Lyle Shipman, we can all learn from each other. Uh, access to information and knowledge has never been easier. Sometimes I have to chuckle when I see these uh, studies that say high school kids really want uh, financial literacy in schools. You know, I hope that's true, but they don't have to wait for that. All they have to do is click on their phone, and it is there. And they need to know this. Parents need to know this for themselves and for their, their, their children. So those are some things. So I, I, for me, we're big, uh, we believe in mindsets. So I think the first mm -hmm. thing you do is you just make the, the choice and say, you know what, this is something I can do and, and then do it. So you have the idea and then you need to move and execute on it. And whatever uh, you, know, you find doesn't resonate with you, know this, there are many options out there. Keep searching and find something that does uh, resonate with you. That is the perfect, perfect answer, uh, Sam. I, I, I'm here making notes. I have a habit of making notes when uh, guests are speaking. And just that one small step, and that one small step, like you said, can come in many different forms, but you have to put forth the effort. You have to shift your mindset. You have to make a choice in doing it. And I, I, I agree with you 100%. There's so much information available and out there. 
If you if you can't read it, uh, you can always listen to it. If you don't want to listen to it, you can watch it. I mean, so there are different ways, uh, different avenues, different platforms where you can educate yourself uh, from a financial perspective. Uh, and it, it ranges from the young all the way up to the not so young. So you have for kids that are in high school, some that are in college, even in the military, uh, even as a professional adult. It's something that we all need to grasp and we all need to improve in. Uh, that is one big reason for uh, this being the month of Financial Literacy Month is to push and to encourage and empower people to do something to improve your financial life. And I love it. Start with one small step. Couldn't have said it better, Sam. I appreciate that. Oh, thank, thank you, Lyle. That's very kind of you. And the other thing that I would really encourage people is, is that, yeah, make sure you do it today. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, people are living much longer now than they ever have. So if you're 70 years old, you need a 25-year plan. Okay, there's a good chance you might even need a 30-year plan. Uh, yeah. Even if you live five years, you need a five-year plan. So take that step today. Maybe it's reviewing your, your budget or paying down a credit card. What, whatever, whatever it is. Take that step today, regardless of how old you are. And if you have young, young kids, if they don't already have a savings jar or a piggy bank, uh, make sure they have one. If you don't have a family one, have that as well. And make a deposit in there, even if it is one penny. And if you Absolutely. do that, also, if you have kids, uh, make sure you shake the jar after. We call that shaking the bank, and let me tell you, that's a big, that's a lot of fun, Lionel. So shake those piggy banks. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, I, I keep a change. We have a little change, and it's kind of neat. We we have one of those old. A lot of people don't use them now, but we have one of those little uh, coin sorter type machines. And, oh yeah. And you know, yeah, I come in. You know, my kids come in. We always drop change in this little area. So ever so often, my wife would get it, and she would drop it into this machine, and it separates all the coins out. I love to hear that. I love hearing the sound of that, <laughs> of the money coming through there, you know, the coins and all. So you're right. It, 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 it musters up excitement when you can hear that change, uh, building up and building up and building up. Uh, and all it takes is just that one small step. So, uh, very good. Very good. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so Sam, what, what advice then could you give to parents in reference to teaching their children money skills? Well, the first thing is they want to realize that, what, that they're already teaching their kids about money. They just may not be doing it consciously. So what they want to do is they want to take charge of the money conversation. And the money conversation happens in just normal conversations. So people are always talking about money or things that involve money, taking a trip, going to the grocery store, paying off uh, a credit card, getting a paycheck, depositing it, uh, buying groceries. These are all money conversations. So you want to start using, you, you want to start becoming aware of that and realize that your, your kids are absorbing whatever it is you're saying about money. So you want to start giving it more intentionality. So Part of taking charge of it is a good first step is to take five minutes, take an hour, whatever you're able to do, and start writing down 
your personal and family financial philosophy. Keep it very simple. We are savers. We spend smart. We give responsibly. We like earning money. We like our money earning money. So those are all short sentences. They're easy to repeat. Then start working those into your conversation. Now, as you pointed out, remember, we all learn not only from an audio standpoint, but uh, from a, a visual standpoint as well, and then there's other ways. But those are two, two of the biggest ones. So if you can, then work that into your conversations. Then start working in some uh, activities. Try and repeat those messages with frequency. Activities, we just went over one. Uh, deposit some coins, maybe five pennies, five nickels, five dimes, shake the bank, count the coins, sort the coins. Uh, once you've done some of that, work in some storybooks. We have two, Sammy's Big Dream, and it's a habit, Sammy Rabbit. We also have activity books for uh, uh, younger kids. For the three- to five-year-olds, we have the Sammy Says series. Sammy Says Save, Sammy Says Earn, Sammy Says Give. Sammy says, spend smart. There's lots of short sentences and vocabulary you can expose your kids to. They can color and trace those words. Uh, the book, It's a Habit, Sammy Rabbit, that's essentially for uh, beginning readers, five to seven-year-olds, K-1. K Sammy's Big Dream, it's a little more advanced, maybe second graders up through fourth or fifth, depending on where your child's reading level. One of the things we stress, we're very – habit formation centric. So you're going to find in our books uh, the phrasing, saving is a great habit. We want to tie savings and habits together. Just having a savings account is not enough. If you're not adding to it regularly, then it isn't really doing anything uh, for you. It's like having a gym membership but never going to the gym. I think we can all <laughs> relate to that. Oh, yeah. So you want to make it that the, the power is in the habit. And these habits are predictable. If you add to your uh, account with regularity, uh, it's going to grow. And then it's just a question of how much. But you want to help your children develop these patterns. You can also move into games. There's a lot of games. But uh, we really like uh, storybooks, songs, activities, arts and, arts and crafts, things of that nature. Focus on the language. One of the things that separates us from all other species is our ability to articulate and communicate. So language is critical to human development. So write those ideas down, revise them, evolve them, review them periodically, and something I know you would strongly endorse. I'm sure you endorse all those ideas, but talk them Absolutely. over and get in agreement with your spouse. If you're uh, on the same page or your, or your partner, if you're on the same page, you're going to have better results. It's not rocket science. It's just, you know, common sense. Absolutely. Um, I just made notes of, of what you just said. I love what you said about writing down your family's financial philosophy. I agree 100%. I have two teenage daughters, a senior in high school and one that's a freshman in college, and we started teaching them the principles of money management, you know, early on. Uh, I've made mention of this before. My wife found a, um, instead of just having just a regular little piggy bank, my wife was able to find 
a an ATM piggy bank. And this little ATM piggy bank, it, you have like a little card. You put the little card in just like you would at ATM, and you put in your money, and it actually keeps up with the balance of how much money you put in and how much money you take out. It was a great tool that we used to teach our children how to budget, the importance of spending, the importance of saving, the importance of giving. So we started with just some things like that that was kind of playful, but like you said, we did it over and over and over again, and then we began to elevate their knowledge and their understanding with it. So when they got to the age of 13, 14, 15 years old, we gave them, as a trial run, their own debit card. It was a predetermined pre, uh, amount on the card, but we taught them how to utilize that card. And every month, my wife would sit down with them. We would go over what they spent, how much they gave, how much is coming in, how much is going out. So we elevated that understanding of how to budget. So the reinforcement is key, and we are a family that is financially conscious. And so now they have those principles in them. And as they you know, go off to college and as they become an adult, they're going to continue to exercise that and build up their own foundation more, more firmly with understanding how money works and being responsible with money. So I can say this, it works when you start early. You're absolutely right, Sam, it works. Yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly how education works. There's a lot of layering, and, you know, it, it doesn't end. It's a If you're smart, it doesn't end. It's a continual process. By the way, uh, you used a word I want to point out to people, and that word was uh, budgeting. Uh, make sure you uh, go to SammyRabbit.com and look up a fabulous article that uh, Lionel uh, authored for us called Five Reasons Why Budgeting Works. <laughs> and now you know it. You now you know it does. Uh, Lionel's not theorizing on it. He's put it to practice. So oh, that's, a, that's a great read. Five reasons yeah. why budgeting works. Absolutely. You know, I almost forgot about that, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> that, thank you, Lionel. Yeah, oh, well, it's, uh, it's, you're, you're a real treasure and a, and a great voice for for financial empowerment, financial education, financial literacy, and for uh, for families. And that that's one of the key things for me is and, and why I feel so deeply uh, about this is it started with the family I was born uh, into, and I realized that, uh, you know, we all deal with money issues. It's something none of us uh, escape, and, you know, it just is a uh, – it's really important. I mean, if you're, you're, if, if you're not able to manage your money, your money is going to manage you, and often that's going to lead to disastrous results. And in many cases, they, they, those disastrous results can be avoided. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Now, Sam, as we're coming down uh, the wire here, I'm enjoying the conversation. Absolutely. Uh, kind of share with all of our listeners um, your contact information, what you have been doing with uh, some of the presentation that you do, who you do them with, and uh, any future things that you'll be doing going forward. Okay, well, we're at SammyRabbit.com, S-A-M-M-Y-R-A-B-B-I-T.com. 
We provide resources. I already mentioned some of them, storybooks, activities, arts, crafts. So we provide resources. We also consult and provide strategies. We've had 20 years of actual field experience working with kids in classrooms at youth clubs and things of that nature. And then we also do a lot of awareness campaigns, primarily online and social media. Uh, my name is Sam X. Rennick. I'm on LinkedIn. Feel free to connect with me there. Uh, we also have uh, accounts with Sammy the Rabbit on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, uh, Instagram, but we're most active on uh, LinkedIn. Some of the big projects we're working on right now, and we work on small projects to big projects, but one of the big ones we're working on uh, this month, Financial Literacy Month, is with the Wisconsin Bankers Foundation. The Wisconsin Bankers Foundation is giving away over 5,000 It's a Habit Sammy Rabbit books to kids and families all throughout the state of Wisconsin. That'll be happening later this month, I think around the 27th or 28th. They've had to adjust their plans a little bit because of the uh, virus. Typically, they would go into elementary schools and give those books away, read them to the kids, and give them a little uh, lesson on great money habits. But uh, this year, they're still going to be giving the books away. It just isn't going to be in the classroom. So. They'll be giving some of them to schools. They'll be giving uh, some of them out at their banks and in various ways. In Wisconsin, this is a part of two initiatives, the Wisconsin Bankers Foundation Reading Raises Interest Program and also something called Teach Children to Save a Week. That's a, that's a big banking initiative that they put on all throughout the United States to celebrate Financial Literacy Month. What I really love about what Wisconsin does is they uh, emphasize uh, financial literacy through reading storybooks. Last year they featured Sammy's Big Dream. They liked it so much this year they're featuring It's a Habit, Sammy Rabbit. We're doing something similar but with a different organization in Arkansas called Economics Arkansas. And that uh, organization is on fire. It's led by Kathleen Lawson and Marsha Masters. And they provide teachers all throughout the state, primarily at the high school level, but they're doing it at the elementary school level now through Sammy the Rabbit, providing uh, schools similar resources, including one of our new resources. We now have digital resources and curriculum around our Sammy Dream Big program. We have our storybook, Sammy's Big Dream. In fact, people can download it for free. We have a deluxe set. These are part of our low-cost suite of resources, which is $6. It has like six different ways to experience the story. You can read it. You can color it. You can illustrate it. Uh, you can rewrite the story, and you can listen to an audio version of it, all for $6. Uh, we also have an instructor kit. This is for teachers. It's also for financial services people. We're happy to to co-brand it, that has a nine-module story program as a part of it. And then we have the Dream Big Song program, uh, 14 of Sammy's favorite songs. These are all original songs like Get in the Habit, uh, S-A-B-E, Anyone Can Be Rich, Budget, Make Your Choices Count, No Free Rides, Don't Spend More Than You Make. It's a wide variety of genres. These uh, tunes are uh, catchy. You mentioned that the... Uh, beginning of the show, we have a lot of innovative approaches, and music is one of them, and who would have thought singing off-key is another one? <laughs> but, 
<laughs> Having said that, let me just say all of these songs are on key. We have professional singers singing them. They don't allow me yeah. to sing anything that's recorded only in person. <laughs> Do I leave the kids uh, uh, in these experiences? And that's just, you know, there's a lesson there that when you're authentic and you give your best effort, the kids respect and respond to yeah. that. So they don't ever tell me, oh, you were off key. Now, once in a while, the teachers may whisper that to you. But even the teachers, everybody, they follow along if you put all your effort uh, into it. So those are yeah. some of the things we're uh, doing, and those are some of the resources we have. And I'm always happy to talk to anyone and share part of what uh, we've learned and uh, also happy to learn whatever it is that you may have learned. We're always trying to uh, improve what we do. Okay, perfect, Sam. That's great, great summary. So I would encourage all of you listeners, uh, reach out to Sammy. Uh, he is mind-blowing. Now, he's very, you're very modest and you're very humble. Let me say that, Sam. But I can let everybody know. Sam is the man. He's doing excellent with our children and, and the work that he's putting forth with spreading financial literacy, but also the reading aspect as well. And just having great messages that kids can take with, them, with themselves for the rest of their lives. So, Sammy, it's a delight having you here on the show again. Um, you, I think I want to have you every year going forward. Uh, you you bring such a delight here during the month of uh, April for financial literacy. So thank you again so much for being here tonight, Sam. Oh, you're very welcome. And I want to wish everybody a Sammy-rific, safe and healthy rest of the month and rest of the year. Thank you so much, Lionel. You're more than welcome. We, we'll be in touch. So, well, that's a wrap, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. You can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you haven't listened to any of the past shows, you can go to my website at www.shipmanconsulting.com. You can catch all of my shows there, or you can listen to them on your favorite platform, uh, iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play, uh, Spotify, and iHeartRadio under the name the CWR Talk Network. And... Make sure, if you haven't got a copy of my new book, uh, Money Responsibly, you can uh, uh, request an autographed copy on my website as well, or you can go to Amazon and get the book there as well. As we're closing, I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. We will see you next week. Take care, be safe, and remember, to wash those hands. Take care, everyone. Now we're going to go out with a little bit of music, though, as we go out. So let's listen to a little bit of Norman Brown. Take care, everyone.